Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast. So my talk is Creating a New World, and that song was the inspiration. Uh, and, uh, oh, this, I, I forgot that picture was going to be up there. Put it back for just a second, will you? Yeah, that's, that's me reacting to what's going on. It was uh, me when I was feeling in a different state. But I feel better now. It's okay. Uh, another photo of trying to decide whether society is collapsing or having a spiritual awakening. It's both. There's some things going on. There's chaos. There's all kinds of issues in the world. But there's also the process of spiritual awakening. It's all happening now. And uh, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what is our part in this. Uh, you know, that from a distant song, if you think about uh, looking at the world from higher and higher and higher, what it reminded me of was Kevin and Nico's video of the labyrinth as it was going in. And as they flew higher with the drone and then started circling, and then it, it, everything just looked so beautiful uh, from that distance. It was like, we really did a job there. Uh, we did a great job. And we do the same thing in our mastermind group uh, where we look at one world center from a distance, from like 30,000 feet, we call it. And we just see what are the big things that we're doing and what can we be doing in our vision of change. And change is what it's all about. So when we think about what unity teaches, there's two main teachings that I want to talk about and I think are going to drive where we head with uh, our lives, not only this talk, but our entire lives. One is that unity is a spiritual path for positive living. And the other is a statement that came from the turn-of-the-century uh, writer, William James, who said he had studied all the religions and he looked at unity and said, unity is the religion of healthy-mindedness. And isn't that just beautiful because that's the way our founders brought it forward and that's what all of us are focused on when we are in the unity mode. Now, we get knocked out of that at times. Why? Because of all the chaos that's going on right now. We've got a triple whammy of COVID-19. We've got uh, the problem of uh, the social injustices that are going on and we've got the issue of economic, um, let's call it recession, not depression. But it's certainly uh, causing a lot of havoc in everybody's lives, chaos. But what comes from chaos? Change. Chaos is opportunity as well. And without chaos, sometimes we don't change. Now, I'm not suggesting that as we look at all the good that's coming out of this, that there isn't a lot of suffering and heartache going on. People, uh, we have such a deep compassion for all those out there that are going through loss of loved ones, that are going through uh, the illness itself, that are going through the effects of the economic uh, recession. And so we send love and light and just know that we're a part of healing that process as well. But the change we're looking for is going to be dependent on changing each and every one of us in our own hearts and minds. And that change is where we're focusing our minds and our hearts and our energies 
on the good. Where is that good? And as we focus on that good, more and more of us, more and more of it is created. We're part of the change. We're part of the good that's being born. And so as we do our meditations, as we do all of the things that we're taught to do in unity, whether it be prayer, whether it be gratitude, uh, journaling, for me, it's poetry. And uh, so I wrote a little poem for the occasion, and I'd like to share it with you. It's called Creating a New World. From the news it is clear there is chaos and fear, for changes they blow in the wind. The life we have known has been scattered and blown, yet we're clinging to things as they've been. But from chaos comes change, all things rearrange, as creation gives birth to the new. For creators are we, and the proof we will see as the things we affirm become true. So with spirit as guide, all aboard for the ride, we're flying for me and for you. As our focus attracts, we transform all the facts and create something awesome and new. Join me, my friend. Let's look round the bend to a vision of healing and peace. And together we'll fly in a pink marbled sky and envision a love without cease. So journey with me. We'll sail on the sea and know we'll all rise with the tide. We'll stay in that high place and that most sacred space till the world comes along for the ride. Oh. Thank you, thank you. And so what I would like to do now is I'd like to switch gears to getting your input because that's what I think uh, is going to change the world, is each of us focusing on the good, sharing that good, and seeing it go out in ever wider circles. So uh, let's turn it over to, is it Claire or Queen Bee at the moment? <laughs> Are you going to do the video first, or you want me to read? Uh, why don't you do the video first, and then we'll read. Yeah, if you're ready to do the video. All right, so this morning, Jim's question was once again, what good changes have you experienced in your life or in the world as a result of the current chaos and disruption? So I'm going to ask Mita. She said she's got something to share. So, Mita. Hi there. Um, some big changes I've made is I've learned I'm still capable of interpreting despite some hearing problems I've had. And Okay, reset, reset. I'm gonna start by reading some of the comments. And so I was trying to go back and forth between the group page and then and the Facebook group page and the regular Facebook page. So here are some things that people have shared, Jim. So Matt Williams, which to be expected, he shared more family time because he and Tiffany just had a new little baby boy, Geo. So I think that's really special that they've had that time and and just life has been simplified, except for the fact of having a newborn baby. That's not really simplification. But to be able to just focus on that beautiful thing. Sylvia, 
um, is actually being grateful for less travel. You know, we always think that, oh, travel is so exciting and so fun, but, but just being at home, um, can, we've realized, I think, a lot of us that that can be a beautiful thing. And, and Sylvia mentioned that, um, and having more yard and garden time, and then just the earth getting a wonderful break from all the, the chaos and stress that we are normally putting on it. That's just, that's just been taken down a notch. Um, and that it's triggered the moral revolution, a moral revolution in this country. So, all beautiful things. Jenny Davis, um, is she's just being drawn closer to spirit and has done some pretty profound healing that she says she wouldn't have been able to do otherwise without that slowdown. So that's, that's really a beautiful thing. Lisa Jordan was saying just enjoying simple home things, you know, and, and ex experimenting with different cooking things and, and taking care and nurturing your home in a way that you weren't doing before. Um, Matthew has said his house is clean, so that, <laughs> that's a plus. I think we've all been doing a lot of house cleaning. Um, and researching technology and the things that he has a passion for and a class that he's really interested in teaching. He's finally been able to research that and spend more time organizing that. And that was also a common thread. Um, Lawrence mentioned that. Donna uh, mentioned that. Both having the time finally to, to work on personal projects that they've been putting off or haven't created and made the time. Now... Now the time has been created for them, and so it's beautiful that they're jumping into that opportunity and taking advantage of that. Okay, well, I've just got one more, last one to read, and then we'll go to the video. Lorraine um, said paying attention to the quiet and watching the birds in the garden and then getting involved in ways that she can make a positive change, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Just, I think all the simple things in life are what people are really, really appreciating. All right, so this morning, Jim's question was once again, what good changes have you experienced in your life or in the world as a result of the current chaos and disruption? So I'm going to ask Mita. She said she's got something to share. So, Mita. Hi there. Um, some big changes I've made is I've learned I'm still capable of interpreting despite some hearing problems I've had, and I've decided to go into deaf ministry, and I'm really excited about that. I've already got a spirit group starting. So Awesome, thank you. Victor, you got something to share? Victor's waiting in the oh, wings. Are we rolling? Yep, rolling. Just, <clears throat> there's been a period of lots of um, great self-inner growth, and um, finding a way to share music with people even though we're all lockdown mode. Yep, not able to meet in person. Yeah, that's right. been awesome. Thank you. I actually loved being able to drive around town and not, not all the smog and the dirt. And it smelled almost like I was in the first when I was right at home. It was, it was amazing. Cool, thank you, Melissa. All right, Kalinda has one to share. I think that um, some of the good that's come from this is it allowed people to breathe and take a moment and slow down and 
um, just really reassess what's important in their life. And I think that's a, a good thing for the whole world. Awesome. And I will go ahead and share one. Um, for me, I'm a planner. I like to have know what's going on and plan things out, and I don't get to do that right now. And so it's been a real journey for me to kind of just go with the flow. And it's been such a beautiful thing, and I've just noticed a difference in my anxiety and stress level. And so, yeah, just, just letting it be and letting spirit guide each day, right? Nico, how about you? I think that over the course of this, I've had a lot more time to get in touch with myself and figure out what I want to pursue and how to spend my time in a way that I want to and is most valuable for me. I think I've learned how to do that, having so much time by myself. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everybody in our Unity community for contributing uh, to this wonderful community that lifts each other with all of the awareness that we each have. Wasn't it wonderful hearing from your friends and from your fellow Unity people about all the good things that are coming into their life as a result? Uh, not to discount the negative, but to focus on the positive, to know that there's more good still coming. And one of the things that uh, has been so uplifting for me has been getting back into nature more and more. I am lucky, I am totally blessed with a, a place right next to our house where I can walk outside and get onto a trail along the Deschutes River, a little deer trail, and I can be my, by myself in nature or by myself with my little dog uh, who loves it too, and I can just sit uh, and meditate if I want, or I can drink in the wonder of nature. And I was learning more about the benefits of nature from the Japanese, uh, I guess you'd call it a uh, habit they have, of what's called forest bathing. Forest bathing is where they take groups into the forests outside of the city, and they just sit with nature. And they have these wonderful elixir of, uh, let's say, uh, it's, it's actually called uh, essential oils from the trees and plants uh, that they give off as something that helps them to uh, build their own immune system. But guess what? It helps us in our immune system too. So forest bathing is a way to reduce stress, to reduce stress in, in such a way that all of the stress hormones that we may have built up from the toxic nature of the news and so on can be kind of settled down and released. And instead, love hormones and peace being just felt at, at a very soulful level, knowing that we are connected to nature in such a deep way. And I love the idea uh, of nature being in charge, not us. Uh, one of my least favorite verses in the Bible uh, is in Genesis, uh, where it says that uh, we should take dominance 
uh, these are, this is paraphrasing, we should have dominance over the birds and the bees and the fowl and, the, uh, and nature itself, and that we should be fruitful and multiply. And if you think about that statement and what it's done today with extraction and consumption uh, and, and the need always to have growth more and more and more and more, and in fact, we're really out of harmony with nature as a result of that. One of my favorite verses is also from Genesis, and it's the story of Joseph uh, and the coat of many colors, where he was sold into slavery by his brothers, and yet in Egypt, where he ended up, became number two only to the Pharaoh. And when his brothers came to sell or buy merchandise in Egypt, he recognized them. They didn't recognize him. But when they found out who he was, their brother they, they'd sold into slavery, they were extremely fearful that something really terrible was going to happen to him. But what did he say to them? He said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And that's exactly what happens. I'm sure each of you has a story in your life where it looked like something was going really wrong, but instead, good came out of it. Uh, some of you know my story uh, many years ago, 40 years ago, uh, of being divorced and going into a kind of a deep, dark depression. And what good came out of that was that I found Mary Catherine McDougall, the minister of the Unity Church in Austin, Texas, and asked her for some help. And she said, honey, you just need to do two things. One, you need to start doing something physical, active, really active. Two, you need to get into service to other people. So I started jogging, and I began to feel healthier and healthier, and she invited me to come to church that next Sunday, and I came, and immediately she said, you know what, we have this youth group that really needs someone to teach them about leadership. Would you do that today? And I said, oh, sure, I'd go and do that. And seven years later, I was still doing that. <laughs> so leadership uh, was what uh, I was teaching, but what I was learning was that service was healing. And in fact, I think all of us can take that lesson to heart and know that this is a time for us to be creative about everything we do to change our life, to change society, to become a part of the healing process, to focus on the good. And I'd like to kind of leave you with a statement uh, from Margaret Mead. She said, never doubt, here, let me just read it so I get it exactly right. She said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed, and I will add the word prayerful, citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. So let us each go forth this week and know that everything that we say and everything we do is going to be focused on how we can uplift ourselves and the world around us, just as the tide lifts all boats. And so it is.
to breathe when all you know is the struggle of staying above the rising water Well, the sky is finally opened, the rain and wind stop blowing, but you're stuck out in the same old storm again. You hold tight to your umbrella, darling, I'm just trying to tell you that there's always been a rainbow hanging over. Oh. 